This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and it is mock draft time yet again. All right, all right. What are we going to do when we can't mock draft anymore? I guess we'll have new players to talk about at that point. We even had a fantasy segment. This is just so much fun. Either. We'll start talking yeah, fantasy we'll, again. We'll start talking kind of about stuff, the impact right? of that stuff. All kinds of stuff God, to talk about. Ch- stuff to chat about. The mock league. drafts are just so much fun. <laughs> we get a chance to talk about a lot of different players. Uh, the Steelers, of course, picking at 24. We're on the Pro Football Network's uh, mock drafter here. I don't think we've used them in a while. I assume they've updated their rankings and whatnot over the... They have, and we've got three trade offers at 24. The first one okay. is from Tennessee, offering picks 53 and 85, and their 2022 second-round draft pick for pick 24. I immediately say no, because you're not going to get a running back. But, boy, it would be nice to have... A haul of picks. Yeah. You know. That second rounder next year would be most helpful. Most helpful, right. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of stuff, but I lean towards no on that. Okay, the Ravens are on the phone. Well, don't the Titans pick after us in the first round? Uh, No. No, I guess they don't. They okay. pick one. They had two picks. They're picking 22nd. Okay. Uh, the Ravens are offering pick 27 in their tw- third round. We're in a, that's lovely. We don't, we don't do picks. And the Bengals are the other team that are on the phone. The Bengals are offering pick 38, though. Here's what this, this is an intriguing offer. All right. They're offering pick 38, their second round pick next year, and their fourth round pick next year for pick 24. I would do that. So we're moving back 14 spots. We get Cincinnati's 2022 second round pick and 2022 fourth round draft pick. I would do that. And I guarantee you they want to move up here to get Elijah Vera Tucker, who's still available. Yeah, and that would be helpful to them, which we don't want to do. And that'd be a, a good move for them. I assume they've already added a, a pass catcher of some sort to kind of complete their offense, at least on paper. I'd really like to have their second-round pick next Here's the year. thing, though. Here are the guys available. J.C. Horn. That's nice. Uh, I mentioned Vera Tucker, Rashad Bateman, Travis Etienne, uh, Creed Humphrey available, Zaven Collins, Greg Newsom. Um, there's some guys, Tevin Jenkins. There's guys. Oh, that's, that's good there's guys here available that I would probably like to add to my team. Yeah, now, <laughs> all of them. Are, oh, certainly not all of them. Any of them will be there. Thirty-eight. There's still two backs on the board, though, still right? Still two backs on the board. Harris is gone. What if we countered and say we don't want your fourth, but we somehow want to get your third this year too? Or your fourth this year. Let's see. Let's see what they've got here. All right. So they've got. I don't. I can move to thirty-eight. Unless they want to give me. Unless they want to give me the one. What's that? Unless they want to give me their first. Yeah. <laughs> best of luck with that. Well, we're trading a first. Why shouldn't uh, they give it? Why shouldn't they give up a first? I'll go to thirty-eight in the Bengals first. Let's see if they'll do it. If not, I'll go. That was declined. Okay. So let's say because I want more out of them because they're in my division. I'm gonna have to play against this. We usually don't even have conversations with you guys, right? But let's say give me your future second, and that's the only future pick I want. I want 38, and your third, or even your fourth. 
Your fourth this year is supposed your fourth. They've got year. 38, 69, and 111. Give me 111 instead of next year's fourth. That would be their third round pick this year. So we'd be getting their second. Now they have 69, so they've actually got. Did they get a comp pick there? I would say it must be. 69 is uh, a third. They've got 38, 69, 111. 111 is a fourth then for them. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So give me your fourth this year as opposed to your fourth next year, and we have a deal from what you offered. Let's see. That was declined. What if we throw in a sixth or even a fifth? Oops. I can't. I counted the wrong one here. Uh, get the back to the Bengals. Counter. That we still want gives 111. them three premium picks this year, including two firsts. Let's see if they'll take 254. That was declined. Okay. Um, hmm. What about their fifth this year? I don't want to go that low. To I mean, it's an early fifth as opposed to a fourth next year. I thought uh, the original offer was pretty fair. I'd like to make some picks this year. What if we go with uh, 216 instead of 254? Okay. That would give us 20, that would give us 38, 55, 87, uh, 111, 128, 140. That'd be fun. We could do some damage. Damage there. We could yeah. fill a lot. And we'd fun. still have Cincinnati's second round pick next year. Right, right, right. And we'll try it. Kind of rolling the dice that the backs are at 38. They declined. They're not interested. Yeah. Do we just make the pick? Let's take ATN. Take ATN over Horn though. That's the tough. Horn staring you in the like. He's awfully good, and the Steelers would love that. Uh, the Steelers fans would love him. He's aggressive. He's nasty. He's a man cover guy. He's big. He's athletic. Man, where do we take the deal? I wish they could be bargain with us a little bit here. Yeah. I have a hard time not taking a running back in the first round, but boy, J.C. Horn's hard to pass. J.C. Horn's really hard to pass up. Let's take Horn. J.C. Horn is the pick. We okay. haven't taken. We haven't done that. No, we have not done that. He's not Farley the one. He's time. not usually been available. That's I'd take Horn over Farley though. Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal. We're back up at 55. Okay. Did we luck out and have a running back? Philadelphia's on the phone. Let's listen to this first. They want. They want to give us picks 70 and 84 for picks 55 and 140. In a nutshell, I would do that. But. Let's see what's available. Yeah. Pat Fryermuth available. Wow. That's Elijah Moore, Landon Dickerson, Javante Williams. I mean, you almost have to take I him. I think now. you just take him. I don't know that it's, it's going to pass on Fryermuth and Dickerson at this point. I know, but I don't know if that's going to be I realistic. He, but he got the gift that he fell, so you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Horn and Williams, your first two picks. I think you'd be really happy. Yeah, man, it's pretty yeah. nice. We're back up at 87. Uh, the Chargers are on the phone. They're offering picks 97 and 159 for pick 87. I would consider it. Uh, the Broncos are offering 152 in their 2022 no. third. No, reject that. Um, let's see what's available here before we make any decisions. Walker Little, Jackson Carmen. Uh, Carmen might be a guard. Yeah. Walker Little's not a guard. Walker Little's not. <laughs> I'd be interested in a center here or a linebacker. Uh, let's see. Your linebackers right now are Dylan Moses, Cameron McGrone, Chess Surratt, who we talked about yeah, in the previous. Not so bad. Uh, Tony Fields, Monty Rice, Garrett Wallow. I like Wallow more. Wallow's be my second choice. Of he's those, creeping up. The, yeah, he's, he's good. Um, 
Charles Snowden, Eamon Derek Barnes, Riley Cole. How about centers? At the center position, you're looking at Quinn Miners. Nice. Trey Hill, Drake Jackson. Um, ooh. Boy, our, our fallback is not there. The uh, green from. Uh, I think I'd take Miners. And you got to take, take Miners. Yeah. And decline the, the trade. Yep. That's the pick. Trey uh, Quinn. That's good stuff. Miners is there. Okay. So we just helped ourselves a lot at three positions. Yeah, without question. Getting yeah. J.C. Horn. Man. That's a gift. Yeah, it's a gift. That's yeah. a gift. Okay, we're back up. Uh, Cleveland is on the phone this time. We usually don't like to talk to these people. But. Well, but they're offering picks 132 and 169 for 128 and 254. Yes. We're moving back four spots to pick up. To add one more thing of note for a pick that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, let's take it. I don't know who they want to take. Who did they take? They took Bobby Brown. Okay. That doesn't bother me. We weren't going to take him anyways. But the next picks after like that were uh, Khalil Herbert, Demetric Felton, and Ramonde Stevenson. We would not have taken not any of those guys. Right. They're all running backs. So we just picked up something for free. Let's see what's available. Brady Christensen available. Whew. How about that? Uh, Stone Forsyth available. Think about him there as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm not sure who I like better of those two. I like both. Let's see at the linebacker position. we still got to take a look at that. You're looking at Monty Rice, Garrett Wallow. Uh, it's getting pretty thin now. I think I'd take Wallow. I think that's because we got another pick coming up here. Got to take Wallow and consider a tackle up here. Or do we consider the tackle out? here, or do we go for the linebacker? I think I take Wallow now. Okay, bigger need. Bigger need could be a starter this year. Wallow's the pick, and we're back up again. The Chiefs are on the phone, offering picks one forty-four and two hundred seven for one forty and our twenty twenty-two seventh round draft pick. That's great, but I feel like we're cheating and trading down too much. Yeah, I, I think we. I think we turn down trades from now on just yeah. to keep it a little more real. Uh, Christensen's still available. That'd be great. Um, I think. Is there a tight end? Is there anything or an edge that just we can't believe still there? Actually, Christensen and, and Forsyth are both still available. Mm, I like both. Um, defensively, you're looking at Christensen's a top-rated guy still available. That makes perfect sense. Uh, you're looking at Dalen Hayes. Jamie and Sherwood, Jamie and Sherwood the safety out of Auburn. Yeah. Uh, Cam Sample, Jalen Moore, Drake Jackson, Austin Watkins, Victor Dumakeje, Kay Johnson, Divine Diablo. He's an interesting He's guy. He's an interesting guy. I he, like him. He might be a linebacker. Might be a linebacker. He just flies around the field. Yeah. Him and Cisco both kind of stand out as. Except Diablo's 6'2, 226 pounds. He's, He's linebacker sized. He but we just took Wallow. We did take Wallow, but, yeah, he's a guy that when you're looking at those inside linebackers, mm -hmm. don't forget about that guy. No, that's a good point. And, oh, by the way, when he went to Virginia Tech, mm -hmm. he went there as a wide receiver. Oh, I didn't know that about him. Okay. His freshman year, he trans he transitioned midway through his freshman year and became an immediate starter at safety wow. for them. He flies around the field. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting guy. Christensen, to me, is too good to pass up and probably would be my choice. However, he doesn't fit the profile of – Young, developmental. Yeah, but he's a really good athlete, and he shouldn't be there. And we but he he could still play the next eight to ten years for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think you take him. I think I think you take him as right. well. Brady Christensen is the pick. I mean, if Diablo was still there, in the next pick, I think I'd consider it. I'd consider, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, what a special teamer he'd be too. Yeah. Okay, we're back up at one sixty nine. Nice. And the top guys available: Tommy Doyle, Chuba Hubbard. Uh, Josh Palmer, Ogun Majo Babinga uh, <laughs> out, of, <laughs> out of Oklahoma State, Darius Sills, Chauncey Golston, 
Sage Charette, Benjamin St. Juice, Stone Forsyth still available. That's interesting. That is interesting. Uh, because he does fit the profile as a developmental. He does. He's tackle. good in protection, too. Uh, Derek Barnes, Daz Newsom, Jarrett Patterson, Drew Dahlman, um, Robert St. Juice is kind of interesting. I know we took a corner in the first round, but and he's not really a slot. I think I'd prefer to take a slot. Yeah, that's the problem there. Yeah. Was there an edge guy that was jumping out? Well, I think you? that's the one position that we haven't filled yet that you look at and say, okay, that's Is there a, a tight end you'd be interested in. Uh, here, are the, here are the edges Chauncey Golston, no. Janarius mm. Robinson. Okay. He's tall. Yeah. William Bradley King. Maybe. Maybe. Josh I don't K- love this neighborhood for edge. Josh Kando, Malcolm Kuntz. Kuntz is interesting. He is. Kando is too. Patrick Johnson still available. Let's take him We draft him often, yeah. Chris Rumpf. I'd consider Rump here. Jonathan Cooper still available. Mm-hmm. I think I'd take Rump. You like Rump there? We can take Rump. Yeah. I mean, we did a segment not long ago about Todd McShay's. You know, got him in his top hundred. He was in the top hundred. I think he's a good player. Yeah. It might be situational. You might still have to take another one. I was say I was about to say that. Like if you had Rump, you could. Even if it's he could a be a fe- special team star for you, yeah. right? And he plays 15 snaps, and they're really good snaps, maybe if he hits. But I still wouldn't mind having a 260-pound guy that sets the edge and you know can hold hold up. Okay, we're back up at 216. Um, tight ends are going to be tough. I don't well, consider a look. safety at this point. S- tight ends available: Nick Eubanks. Yeah, not so worse bad. than that. Yeah, Bradley Moore, Kerry Angeline, Kylan Granson. Noah Gray out of Duke. Um, Gray or Eubanks, and I probably prefer Eubanks. Isn't bad here. No, that's that's he good value. Make my team and you know help and yeah, he, he moves well. Is that the pick? I like Eubanks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking around here. Let's see the bet top guys available. You're looking at uh, Greg Allen, the guard from Mississippi State. Tamari and Terry out of uh, Florida State. He's an interesting receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Scott, the defensive tackle out of Oregon. Hmm. Not bad. Eubanks. We mentioned Dan Moore, offensive tackle out of Texas A&M. Elijah Griffin, the corner out of USC. Okay. Uh, Dax Milne, the uh, wide receiver out of BYU. Alaric Jackson, another developmental tight, uh, offensive tackle. Yeah. Uh, Errol Thompson, the linebacker out of Mississippi State. Jonathan Marshall, the defensive tackle. There's no one there that's beating out Eubanks in my book. Yeah, let's just take Eubanks. He's the pick. And right. I think we have just one left at 245. This could be anything. This, this could, could be, be our. Right. This could be our. We just take another edge just to make sure. It could be a receiver. It could be a back. It could be a nose tackle. I mean, it could be somebody throwing the mix. Top guys available. Hard. Uh, Demomador Lenore, the cornerback out of Oregon. Jonathan Cooper, the edge out of Ohio State. I'd consider Cooper. Yeah, Ben Mason out you of. Could, uh, you could keep five on the on the roster too. Ben Mason out of uh, Michigan. Is that the big fullback? I think so. I was sitting there thinking, is that who is that exactly? That yeah, is he's the big like six two two hundred. 50-pound fullback that yeah, just like pancakes the Ravens people. Like. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think he's for the Steelers. I, mean, I don't think so, but, it, man, he could play tight end for you. He could do something, <laughs> yeah. And play special teams, I would think. And it is a seventh-round pick. Uh, Des for Fitzpatrick, the wide receiver out of Louisville. Not bad. Um, they got to actually have a kicker on here. Jose Borregales, the kicker out of Miami. Is that the top kicker this year? I yeah. wouldn't even know. Drew Chrisman's the top uh, get a punter out of Ohio State. We don't need to do that. No, no. Wyatt Hubert's still available. Chris Evans still available. I'd consider Chris Evans. Um, just looking here. Does signing Bellage make it so you don't bring in two running backs? 
potentially or does signing him mean nothing in terms. It, of I mean, I, I don't know that any, he's guaranteed anything. I mean, it's a yeah. one-year deal. I mean, I bet he's going to make the team. Yeah. Here's a bunch of assignments. Interesting. No. Yeah. Michael Carter, the safety out of Duke, hmm. tested really well. Ran, yeah, in the, he did. ran in the four threes. He's a little smallish. He could be Mike Hilton. Could be something. He sure is going to be a special teamer from yeah. day one. I mean, yeah, he's really good on, on teams. That's the time to pick I like in the seventh round. Yeah. Like, I know he's going to be a special team contributor. That gets him a hat on game day. And then. The de- then the defensive coaches have nothing to do but work with him because like he's going to be dressed. He's going to be on the team. You better get him, make him Week something. Five. I know yeah. this guy's playing, so you better get him a little more ready than the dude you're waiting on until next year. Yeah, I mean he can run. I would take him. Think? I don't know this, but he's from Duke, so he's probably smart. <laughs> <laughs> he probably learns quick. I mean that's just an assumption, but it's a pretty good one. Again, he ran a four into four threes. Yeah, that's... smaller safety. Safety depth's not great. Yeah. I mean, even if they were to sign Joseph or somebody, and he's, he's a probably lot more of a that. free than a, than a yeah. strong. So. More slot, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the traits he has there, I'm cool with that. All right. Let's make that the pick then. Michael Carter, safety out of Duke. He sure seems like a rundown on kickoffs guy. Or, oh, know. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So our take in this one was I kind of like this. I like this a lot. Yeah. I was nervous about the not getting a back. It worked out for us. It though. did. I don't know if this happens in real life. Right, but and we say that all the time with mocks, and you can often say, "Hey, that guy's never going to fall the second round." We're probably right. People fall all the time. But the day after the second day of the draft, we're going to say ten times, "I can't believe that guy fell the third <laughs> round." Or that guy fell the second <laughs> round. It's just the way that the the whole system's set up. So we came out of that with J.C. Horn at twenty-four. That's awesome. That's a steal. Now he's a day one starter. Man coverage. Yeah. Sorry, Cam, but you're the slot. You're the slot again. That's <laughs> his life. It's still you're still going to play seventy percent of the snaps. Yeah, and, you know, and maybe Hayden. You maybe your Hayden's replacement next year too. Uh, we got Javante Williams in the second round, which was a dicey, but it happened. Be pretty darn good with Horn. Quinn Miners in the Love third that. round. Love that. Garrett Wallow in the uh, with pick one thirty two. Mm-hmm. Quite fond of him. You were high on him early. I give you credit on that one. Uh, Brady Christensen, the offensive tackle out of BYU. Yeah. Nice yeah, development, value, yeah. Value in a position you need. Uh, Chris Rump, the edge out of Duke, who you've loved for a long time. Yeah, I, I don't know if I love him for the Steelers or not, but I'd like I'd want him on my team. Uh, Nick Eubanks, a tight end out of Michigan. Yeah, I liked him a lot too. We Steelers have a history of taking those Big Ten tight ends. And, mm-hmm. He yeah. tested pretty well and typical Michigan fashion. Wasn't used to his <laughs> capacities in college. And he lined up in line a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not like he. They used him. He's out as a, a move tight end. No, he was. A, he was at the end of the line. So he was a guy featured actually on our tight end triple take that came went live today. By the yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, and then we took the uh, safety Michael Carter out of Duke, who played up some corner for them as well. So that was a good a cover, risk to me. You're getting a cover guy. Actually, who, it's not much of a risk because he's going to help you on special teams yeah. and you know, throw another defensive back in the mix. Maybe he's things. your backup slot. Maybe it's your backup slot or yeah. slot of the future or who knows. When you, or your backup free safety. Mm-hmm. You know, that's there's all if that. You can do those things there. while being active on game day and helping on teams. Sure. And we got a second round pick from the Bengals oh, of by all the teams. Way, right. Oh, probably a top forty pick. I think that's pretty pretty solid. That's one of my favorite ones we've done yet. Yeah. I mean, getting J.C. Horn. Right. That's worth the risk. And Javante Williams, like that. Right. 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 You know, when we made that J.C. Horn pick. It was like, okay, are we going to get get the running back? Backs, right. Then you get if that if that happens and you and you you take that chance you roll the dice, then you almost have to re-sign Connor. If you don't get Williams. If you don't get Williams, yeah. yeah if you, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you take that chance and you don't take the running back in the first round, and you then take one and let's say because if you don't get one of the top three, in the first two rounds, 
You're taking a running back in the third round. I don't know who's worth it, though. Sermon. Sermon, Stevenson, you're yeah. picking out of that group. and they, But they're they're number twos. They're number twos or role players. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if this draft went this way and ATN comes off the board after or we picked somewhere, I would take this draft and and and, and where where we get Williams? 55 55 or 54? I yeah. can't remember what they're. 55. Well, here's the thing. ATN, we... ATN ended up not going in the first round. The first okay. the first picks of the second round was Avon Collins. Okay. That certainly could happen. ATN at 34 to the Jets. Okay. <clears throat> the so Falcons like, then took Wyatt Davis. That would be your next landing that would spot. That a scary spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trey Smith went to uh, the Dolphins at 36. I can see the Dolphins taking yeah. Williams, too. But they Who else would be a, a running back needy team at the top? Jets. There? Well, the Jets took... ATN. Oh, they, okay. They, they at 34. They so, got their yeah, pick. At 34. But what I was going to say is if you gave me this exact draft, especially after getting the Bengals second rounder next year, and I had to sacrifice my fourth next year to move from 55 to 42 to get Williams. Yeah. I would do. I would take this draft. The Cardinals would have been another landing. They would be scary, yeah. Uh, they took Asante Samuel instead. I mean, they have other needs for sure, as um, all these teams. A lot of teams, a lot of people saying that the Bills would be a possibility. I they, don't see that. They took Ronnie Perkins. Yeah. What's funny to me is, not funny, but if there's three backs and there's five teams that are back worthy, like the Steelers, all those other teams have major needs. Right. It's not and just running edge back. And yeah. Corner and expensive things. Like, yeah, the Cardinals would love one of those guys, but their corner situation's a disaster. Right. You know? So backs fall. Yeah. And their quarterback is their primary runner. Uh, yes. And they like Edmonds. <laughs> yeah. He's fine. You know, they right. could sign Connor too. Yeah. You right. Know what I mean? right. They all fall back plans <clears throat> like the Steelers. Yeah. So that worked out well for us. Yeah. But I would take that exact draft minus our next year fourth. To move up for Williams. I think if we gave the Steelers true serum mm-hmm. and say, okay, here's here's what you wind up with on draft day. Would you give us all your picks for that and next year's fourth? And we'll give you all these players in the Bengals second? Even if you took now. the Bengals second out of the equation, if that's – you just wound you up – Horn and Williams are the first two picks, period? Yeah. I think you'd take that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. Do we really get the Bengals second and Horn? Yeah. No, we didn't make nah, this. We didn't we make didn't the make trade. The Never mind. We, we didn't make the deal. Yeah. Okay, right. I'm saying we made it. We made a couple of minor trades later, but that's but right. Still, I don't care about the Bengals second. Yeah. That'd be awesome, but that's too good to be true. No, right. we took Very our. Right. We, we didn't make a trade until we traded down with 132, and we took Garrett Wallow. Yes. Okay. That, that was that where we up. traded. Okay. Yeah. Because then we got 169 in the. Okay. okay. But still, if it cost yeah. me a fourth next year to move up for Williams, all even those trade talk confused. Right, it does yeah. confusing. Yeah, we took JC without moving a bit. We took twenty four. We took Horn. We took Williams. We took Miners mm-hmm. at the Steelers' picks. I don't know about you, but whenever I do my top twenty four tonight or tomorrow, Horn will probably be twelve. He'll be in that range. Yeah, like I might take Horn over the Bama receivers, and Williams will be on that twenty four list as well. Yeah, he will be, but he'll be after Horn. Yeah. But just, he'll be on. So you're getting two of your, you top, two 24. your top twenty-four. Right, right, right. You'll Not so bad. Right, Not right, so right. bad. Love it. Yeah. So I like that draft a lot. Um, oh yeah. And I think Steeler fans would as well. Uh, speaking of Steeler fans, Matt, um, I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, but the uh, Steelers sent out information to their season ticket holders that they are oh. holding the line on uh, season ticket prices this year. Cool. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I'm, I would imagine that's pretty much going to how it's going to have to go across the league. Well, no, a lot of teams are actually raising prices I'd this say, year. I think hockey kind of gouges, gouges the wrong word, but 
especially if there's a smaller amount of people in attendance, you can charge more. I think that's a little unfair. The NFL is expecting things in. to be back to normal. Yeah, uh, by September. So. Do you think people are going to have to show their card to get in at those type of events, concerts? I mean, not just football. The league kind of hinted at that. Yeah, I think that might be the norm for the next five years. Potentially, but then you know, then you run into some, like I guess there's legal issues. There's legal issues. Not like, allowed to let you in because you haven't gotten a shot because you're right. in it or whatever. Are, are yeah. you? You know, did did you have your measles shot? I don't know. <laughs> right. Because Maybe there are people who don't get those things. Right, you know. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. No, um, you're right. You're right. So you, what's you, different about this than uh, you know? Right. Yeah, you open up a can of worms if you do that. I I, I don't know. I mean, if somebody challenges it, now right. it's a private thing. It's not like it's a government setting. True. Where okay, you, you if you want to you know go into this building, you have to sh- mm-hmm. this government building, you have to show us. Well, no, because, you don't have the right to do that. To right. You. Right. Where? But it is something that's a it's a privilege to go to an NFL game. It's not a right. I don't know if I own a private restaurant or bar, am I allowed to do that? I don't know. I don't know. That's an interesting can of worms. It that, is, but I. Bet people are going to carry their card around with them from now on. I mean, I told my wife over the weekend, I said, look, you sh- we should probably take our cards and at least keep them with our passports. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I think it'll be in people's wallets next to their driver's license from here on They're out. They're talking about ha- maybe having an electronic thing. I, I don't know. that. Here's the here's the problem. We don't require, or a lot of pl- places don't either don't require or don't want to require ID for voting. Mm-hmm. But you're then going to force people to have electronic, uh, have an electronic passport yeah. for your that, that shows that you you've had the vaccination. Well, that if if you're going to say that having a, a voter ID law uh, is discriminatory against uh, lower income people, because well they don't all have cell phones or they don't all have yeah, smartphones, right, right. The then you can't then say that well you have to have an electronic passport that shows that you've had your mm-hmm. shots. Because again, you're then discriminated against and lower income people. people. Like, I don't need you to know where I'm at at all times of the that. day. Like, oh, you spent five hours at the bar when you told your boss you were on a road trip. But <laughs> again, know, it's like, a, it's a, it's a, wife or whatever, you know, right? the, the 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 league, the teams are private enterprises. If they mm-hmm. want to say that you, you know, and, and it's a, a large gathering, um, if they want to say that you have to show that to to get in, then yeah. I mean, I or maybe you know, if you're a season if you're a season ticket holder and you show it once, you show proof of, of you're vaccination. Done. You're, you're, you're tickets, done with you it. Yeah. Tickets, right. Now the problem then becomes, though, if you resell them, do I hand them to my buddy? Right. Not, yeah. I don't know, but at least a, a high percentage of the population in those games, probably not 100, percent but is going to be vaccinated. Yeah. I think they're going to have a lot more pe- seats in the or people or butts in the stands, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be two thousand, five thousand. Yeah. You know. This is a rabbit hole we didn't necessarily plan no, on going I didn't down. Plan on going down. It's a little bit political too. It's not my bag. But, uh, interesting. I yeah, mean, it, it is all interesting. But uh, season ticket prices for the Steelers will remain the same in twenty twenty one. So I think that's a cool move. Yeah, and you get nine regular season. Nice, you you yeah. get nine regular season games. You're only paying. You know, usually you would have paid for eight regular season games and two. Preseason games this year, it's nine and one. Nine and one, that's so. a good deal. Seattle comes to town, and it's Seattle. I, yeah, I'll watch Russell Wilson. Absolutely, but uh, that, that's going to do it for this show. So for my partner Matt Williamson, for Jacob Brecht here on site, keeping us on the air. I'm Dale Lolly. We appreciate you listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs>